Hi class. Um, let's start the chapter. Okay. Um, by now we almost over with the stage that stage one, which is we talk about um, <clears throat> the, uh, you know, selection, evaluation, upgrading, all these a standard, we have an, a standard belt for this such an understanding. Now we are moving to the second stage, which is here where we're gonna talk about it is more about more specialized into accounting information systems. How do they look like? First, we were talking about the whole IT solution, and now we're talking about accounting information system, what's involved in it, and how we utilize it to the, uh, you know, to the companies. Now, so here we're covering accounting information system and the firm value for it. Why do we need that? Now, in the... Um, the learning objective here is first we define an accounting information system and explain the characteristic of useful information. Then um, we distinguish among data, information, and information system. Then we distinguish the roles of accountants in providing information and explain and we explain the certification related to accounting information systems. We will describe how business process affect the firm's value chain. We'll explain what, how accounting information system or AIS affect the firms, describe how AIS assists the firm's internal business process, and assess how AIS facilitate the firm external business process and assess the impact of AIS on a firm profitabilities and stock prices. So as we said in the first one, what we did, we talked about the whole IT solution. We talked about a consultancy approach for the solution evaluating only. Here we talk, we're gonna talk about AIS, uh, accounting information system, and hopefully in the stage three, we will use one application that we will put it into a practical sense. That's in the third part of the semester. Now, accountants as a business analyst, increasing the role of an accountant is to help address business opportunities. Is to address such a business opportunity, the accountant needs to decide which information is needed. Uh, then build an information system to gather the necessary information and finally analyze that, that information to offer a helpful advice management. So there is a three stages to do that is first you need to address such as a business opportunity that accountant need to address what information is needed. Then build an information system 
to gather these necessary information and then finally analyze that information to offer a helpful achieve to uh, a management. In the AIS or accounting information system, what is it? An accounting information system is defined as a system that records processes and report on transactions to provide financial and non-financial information to make a decisions and approve and have an appropriate levels of internal control also. It's like security measures to protect sensitivity of data. And it's done all these for those transactions that's happening. And AIS is important because it provides information that companies are required to have and also information that be used to make important decisions. So why should we study AIS? It is a fundamental to accounting. Um, accounting is an information uh, providing activities. So the accountants needs to understand how the system that provide that information is designed, implemented, and used. So this is why we need to study AIS. How it's designed, how it's implemented, and how it's used. How financial information is reported is important to know that and how information is used to make the decision. Because it's not you just do the bookkeeping, you are helping in making these decisions. So what can an, an AIS do? First of all, let's look at this as a for example. Imagine in a Starbucks system, which can track a varieties of things. The number of hours worked by employees all over the world. The amount of sales tax to be paid by one stores. In the case of Walmart, Walmart also has some, some kind of an extensive information system. Track customer purchases by a date and stores. Report purchases to its key suppliers. So to help them to establish the demand for their product to assist them in the planning. A simple information system is about input, processing, output, and also utilizing part of the storage from previous input. The possible input might be the sales at Starbucks Possible storage is the database, as we said, of all sales at Starbucks. Possible uh, processing is a queries of what sales best at night. That question, that's a query. And the output, which uh, is report of what sells the best or sells best at the nighttime. Now to be useful, information must have these attributes in general. 
It has to be information relevant, information capable of making a difference in the decision if they are relevant to predict the values, feedback values, and materialities. It's also faithful representations. Information produced accurately reflect the condition of the business. And it's important to know what's the condition of the business. It has to be complete, neutral, and free from errors. Now we have two things, something data versus information and how we can separate data from information. Data is simply the raw facts that describe an event and have a little meaning on their own. Seven, that doesn't have any meaning. Seven night, seven day, seven cars. Information is defined as a being data organized in a meaningful way to be useful for the user. So seven at seven o'clock in the night. Data is serves as an input to them. Put them together, becomes information. For example, the sales price of a particular toy might be considered data, $10, doesn't make sense. However, after subtracting the cost of the goods from uh, the sales price to compute the margin would only be considered the information. And then, if it helps the retailer decide whether to carry that particular toy in the inventories or not. So you see, you put the data together, becomes information and you drive a conclusion from it. But information sometimes overload and there's lots of people they start saying, go on a news diet and now is the time to go on an information diet sometimes because it could be overloaded. There is a lots of data out there. Not only that, if you put it together, it will create some kind of information. You shape it differently or you add some, create more information. So there is information overload. Computers can process and organize a large amount of data and you are aware of it. There are servers, there is mainframes, much bigger than computers. Too much information cause information overload and sometimes will hinder the decision-making, by the way. So the information value chain, where there is a value in the information, when there is a business need and there is a business event, and both is that it's when you put some data to see to, from the business needs and the business event. And these data is put together will create some kind of information. And this information will create some kind of a knowledge and then a decision will be created. That's in general, but this can be also applicable in the IT field. Now there is two kinds of information. There is what you call a discretionary information and there is what you call a mandatory information. In the discretionary information is information that is not required by law. You know, they don't ask by law. Using activity-based costs, like, uh, you know, cost accounting, for example, 
to determine the overhead cost issue associated with each pound of the chicken at Tyson Food. This is internal information, it's not asked by the law. And manager might decide if the benefit of these discretionary information outweigh the cost of obtaining these information. So it's a statistical data that is for your internal decision in a business. Then you have mandatory information. And mandatory information is information that's required by law. For, for example, annual reports that include financial statement and tax return. Um, one of the issues that Trump is facing is his tax return and financial statement. Since it's required, manager might, may choose to minimize the cost of producing this information, but they have to produce this information. So what's the role of the accountants in accounting information system? There is a role like if somebody is a designer, which is they call it system analysis, analysis or business information system analysis. And then you have what you call implementer, which is a database administrators and software consultancies. Then you got the users, which is somebody who record the journals and the entries. And then you have an evaluator, which is an auditor. And in Canada, we approach through utilizing all these process, utilizing GAP, uh, general accepted principles, counting principle. And then you have the manager, which is could be a controller or chief financial officer, CFO. There are certification in AIS, something called Certified Information System Auditor or CISA, which usually perform an IT audit. Then you have a Certified Information Technology Professional, which is CITP, work to effectively and efficiently manage information while ensuring the data reliabilities, securities, accessibilities, and relevance. That's his job. And then we have the certified internal auditor who is a globally accepted certification for internal auditors. Now, AI is involved in two things, in the primary activities and support activities. You're, you're in a business, there is a primary activities with generating income and helping you to run the business. The primary activity could be the inbound logistics, things coming in, operation, outbound logistics, marketing, and service. The support activity could be a procurement, the information technology department, human resource, and the infrastructures. These are support activities. Now, where do an AIS, accounting information system, add value to the business? It adds value in the primary activities and the secondary activities. Let's look at the primary activity. In the inbound logistic are activities associated with receiving 
and storing raw materials and other partial completed materials distributing. Those materials to manufacturing when they are needed. Supply, supply chain management is a discipline course. Then you have the operation, which is all the activities that transfer imports to finished goods and services, like turning the wood into furnitures for a furniture manufacturing, building a house for a home builder. This is operation. So you have supply chain management sector with the supply and you have the operation. And then you have and the outbound. The outbound is the logistic that are the activity that warehouse and distribute the finished good to the customers. This is the outbound out of the factory. And then we have what you call a marketing and sales activities, which is identify the need and wants their customer to help attract them to the firm's product and buy them. And you know, the service activity provide to support the customers after the uh, product and services are sold, like warranties, repaired parts, instruction, manual, um, these stuff, guarantees. Then you have what you call within an operation, it is what you call the, um, the support activities, such as firm infrastructure activities are all of the activity needed to support the firms, including CEO, finance, accounting, management, and legal. Human resource management include uh, management activities include recruiting, hiring, training, compensation, competency management of the employees. And then you have what you call the technologies, which is the software support, technology support, value created activities. These activities also include, could be research, development for the software or for the products also. So the technology, you might have a find a way for producing or become more productive. Then you got the procurement activities involved, purchasing inputs such as raw materials, supplies, and equipment. In the internal business process, what we have AIS usually serve as a foundation of the enterprise ERP system. The two foundation they have, the financial and the HR, they are the foundation for ERP system. The enterprise system is centralized database that collect data from throughout the company, including orders, customers, sales, inventory, employees, warehousing, it collect these data. And these information across the whole business and thus available to everyone within the company in a useful and timely way. Now we can talk about when you, what do you do with the ERP and how you set up the process and procedures of when uh, you can see what you cannot see and all these things. 
<clears throat> the use of enterprise system. We said, you know, financial system is one of the enterprise system. So uh, the use of enterprise system, the enterprise system can take an order from a customer, fill the order, ship it, and then create an invoice to bill the customer. Um, example of this use might include checking the customer credit, um, checking the inventories level in the warehouse, determine when an order can be shipped. These are all part of the ERP. Everyone throughout the entire process can view and update these information assuming they are allowed to view and update this information and or update the information. So here in this figure, AAS and when it comes to the external business process, you have where you have the suppliers. The suppliers, which is they create supply chain management software, they have something like that. And then you have us, which is the focal, which is the, it gets from the supplier support and then you have the CRM, which is deal with the customers. So you have the suppliers with the supply chain management. You have the focal, which is the enterprise system, which is include the procurement, manufacturing, operation, human resources, and finance. And then you have the uh, part of the application that deal with the customer, which is called CRM or customer relationship management software. The supply chain. The supply chain refers to the flow of materials, information, payment, and services from the suppliers uh, all the way through customers. And there is an EDI exchange data information. There are many processes involved in the supply chain processes which can be made more efficient using AIS, definitely. I do teach uh, supply chain management and there is lots of connection between AIS and supply chain management. Now in the supply chain management, software can be used to optimize the processes with the supply chain, determine the level of inventories in the stock and amount of to order, determine the timing of transferring to transferring the inventories. We'll bring you some examples. In the CRM, we said there's customer, something deals with the customer. Here, we are the customer, they're the supply chain. Here, we are the, they, we have a customer. The software is used to manage interaction with the customer and might include the following. Tracking the customer's purchases ensuring the customer satisfaction and product placement. Now, as example, amazon.com keeps a record of a customer past purchase and product search, and then use the information to recommend other similar product to the customers to consider. We can bring the technology evaluation centers as a CRM, BMW, their CRM, but also a CRM, a loan officer at the bank, learn more about the financial products currently being used through its AIS. 
then they will be able to help identify additional bank products. So CRM should be connected also to AIS. To do on any of selling items such as insurance product, mutual fund, to sell to their clients. You need to look at this, the effect of AIS on income statement. It could be their revenues, it shows you if you've done a good AIS, if you have a good AIS, which is revenues, uh, effect on AIS, on the income statement, customer relationship management techniques could attract a new customers to better service existing customer to generate additional sales revenue. In the income statement, you also can see cost of goods sold or COGS. You do it through the supply chain management and AIS. Supply chain management software allows the firm to carry the right inventories and have it in the right place at the right time. This is in, in turn will lower the obsoleteness as well as the logistic and the procurement. And then you have the gross margin, which is the gross margin will change as the result of changing the revenues or cost of goods sold due to the effect of AIS. And the list goes on. So uh, selling, general administrative expenses, um, less than uh, interest expense and net income, you can go through them and understand how to, for example, net income all combined, a well-organized, a well-function AIS with the investment in the enterprise supply chain management and or CRM may expect an improve in the net income definitely will have an effect. AIS, firm profitability and stock price. Now as showing on the previous slide, we saw that AIS can use to improve the company profitabilities through connecting with the supply chain and connecting with the CRM. In addition, studies shows that, that investment in IT can positively impact the company stock. So sometimes you invest in IT also has impact on improving your stock market. So IT strategic roles. What role does IT have for the organization? Look at it. There is automate, automate things like replacing a human labor in automating business, uh, digitizing the, your medical record, for example. And then you have informant op. So they collect the data as an information and start going to the management in order the management to make a decision on like a creating a dashboard. And usually have an application called ESS, Executive Support System. And then you have informate down. So when the management makes the decision, the information goes down and there might be some kind of application to help to make the decision. It's called DSS. It built according to the management advisors, uh, how to do it. But it's the information that's going on. And then you have the cross ones, who connected to the suppliers and the customer. But you call that called transform, which is to fundamentally redefine the business process and the relationship. Um, IT allows eBay and Amazon to develop a business model 
based on IT. So which IT investment you think is most affect the stock prices? A stock market increase around AIS investment announcement. When you say, I'm gonna invest in AIS or AIS investment strategic role, which one we're gonna do? Automate things, informate or transform. And we noticed 0.05% an increase in the stock in general. But when you say informate is 0.4% and 1.1 when you're doing the transformation of your system from manual to uh, technicals. So in the summary, an accounting information system is defined as being an information system that record, process, and report on a transaction provided provide financial information for the decision-making and control. So there's two things, control and decision-making. Firm invests in accounting information system to create a value. The value chain illustrates how during the primary activities, the product should gain some values. And AI serve as an, an important role in enabling the value in each primary and support the, in the primary activity and support activities. We went through that and AI, AIS system uh, creates a value by managing the internal and the external business process such as the enterprise supply, supply chain management, enterprise system uh, and the customer relationship management software and generally helps make business processes more efficient and effective. A well-designed, well-functioned AIS can be expected to create a value by increasing revenue and reducing the cost and well-designed, well-connected, well-integrated also. So this are end of the chapter. We can speak about these questions later on. Thank you.